0: So remember how I said your piggy bank was going to need bigger pants? You're going to have to buy more every single month, but don't worry, you'll have the cash for it. You're listening to Inbox Besties, the only little guy approved podcast that gives you dangerously practical advice for turning internet randos into subscribers with benefits. You know, the kind that pop open their wallets and throw fistfuls of cash at you for your courses and, and coaching, not like that other stuff. Purr. Now let's get to it. Back my in inbox, besties, besties, Kate Doster here of katedoster.com and creator of the email marketing fairy ebook, 25 grab and go templates covering everything from an 11 part sales funnel to a nine part welcome series. And of course, 20 grab and go weekly newsletter scripts and templates that you can find when you head on over to katedoster.com forward slash email marketing very. What, what? Now, today is actually part two of our first time ever second guest, although now I guess it's technically third time guest, Tara Dawn of Uncork Your Dork and the Wham Bam Business Plan membership. Now, the first half of our interview actually got released on Monday, if you're listening to this in real time, and that was the Our Money Making Summits episode, where we talked about what you need to do if you're a creator and a host of a summit to actually build your authority and your bottom Line. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I definitely would, it is fantastic. Now what actually sparked that episode was because tomorrow, guys, if you're listening to this in real time, on Friday, the Beep Beep Bop Summit hosted by Tower Dawn is actually starting and my presentation on Trello, y'all, is actually happening on Friday. So all you need to do to see that along with 19 other amazing trainings covering everything from Asana to Zapier to Member Vault to Desoto and so much more is head on over to kdolster.com forward slash beep. That's kdoster.com forward slash beep, B-E-E-P. And what you're actually gonna find is Tara's presentation for the summit is actually a little bit about what we're talking about today and that is recurring revenue. So on the summit, she's going to be going over all of the tools that you're going to need to use and how to use them. And today we are really taking a step back to actually planning our membership. We actually cover a wide variety of different ways that you can have recurring revenue. So a membership site is kind of one of those like ninja level things, but we've got some basic ways that you can add some recurring revenue into your business and We also talk about how many hours per day you have to spend with your community and setting it up. And don't worry, guys, it might seem at the very beginning like it's going to be a gajillion hours. It's actually not. We're going to talk about how rebranding actually got Tara more people to join her membership site with a less push, if you will, and a better user experience. We're also going to be talking about something called turn rate. So that is how many people join every month versus cancel versus stay. And guys, so much more. We're also going to answer that one question that I know is on the top of your mind, and that is, how many people do I need to have in my email list or my Facebook group or just in general in order to launch a successful membership site? So without further ado, guys, after you go ahead and sign up for the summit, which is tomorrow, woohoo, KDoster.com forward slash boop, go ahead and listen to the rest of this amazing episode all about baking in some recurring revenue into your business and blog. Okay, so now, guys, we are going to be getting into the second half of the More Money May, which we are going to be talking about reoccurring revenue. Now, as you guys know, because I know you probably ear-guzzled her first interview. We actually talked about how Tara was first launching her membership site. But what you might not know is that recently it actually sort of, semi-recently, changed its name and it went over its branding. So I'd love to hear a little bit more about why you decided to switch over and how that whole that process was. Were people confused? All of that greatness.
1: Absolutely. So, um, i we've already talked about how I think pivoting is kind of important. And I mm-hmm. do think that making sure don't stick with something just because you've always had something. Mm-hmm. If you're looking at something and you're like, that just doesn't feel right. Then maybe it's time to start pivoting. And that's what I did with my brand. So, um, last year, so I launched the, um, Wow. I don't remember. I think, what was it called? I forget what it was called when last time we chatted.
0: Was it blogger's guide too? Or no. Okay. That's what I what I I what it okay
1: Cause it's actually been through three minor changes. The first time mm-hmm. I launched it, I launched it for a couple of months and mm-hmm. realized it was just like a challenge library. It just needed an update. So we went to the blogger's guide to traffic, which was great. Um, but it still just didn't feel like me. It didn't feel fun. It didn't feel dorky and quirky and it didn't stand out. So, um, actually right now we're going through the process of changing it one last time. And this one's sticking, uh, <laughs> and I promise this one's sticking. This one's called the wham, bam business plan. And uh, it just really encompasses everything that is inside of the membership right now. But, um, my, my business has always been uncork your dork. Um, and right before I launched last year's summit, we actually, and I don't know why I did this, this close. Like I was, it was possibly the stupidest decision I've ever made in business, but it worked out so well. Um, So right before I launched my last summit, uh, I decided that I needed to get a brand change. And so I went from a very, in, in my opinion, a very kind of generic brand. It didn't stand out. And it certainly didn't say anything about me. It didn't, you know, I think I was using stock photos. I used to be a photographer, so I was always kind of obsessed with fashion and I love fashion photography. It just mm-hmm. it's gorgeous as an art. So for some reason, I decided to use fashion photography as part of my brand. It made no sense. It didn't have. It had absolutely no use in my brand. Um, and so I always knew that I loved the way it looked, but it never felt right. Mm-hmm. And so I decided last year. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna take a day and I'm gonna play around with some colors and some, you know, some um, uh, what do you call them? Clip art type stuff and goof off. So I got on Creative Market and downloaded. A whole bunch of different things, and literally within like three or four hours, I had the brand that I have right now. And I absolutely every single day I can look at my blog and my membership or any of my marketing materials, and I'm like, Oh, god, I love this brand! <laughs> I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. It's just very comic booky, retro, um, but in kind of a modern, fun, cool way. I don't know, I love it. So, had to work my way through all of that rebrand, which meant I had to go into the membership and rebrand everything and what's funny is actually if you go and you take a look in the membership right now there are still like six pdfs that have the old brand and i need to get um my va to go in there and just rework those into the new <laughs> into the new brand i just need to get her to do that actually i'm, I'm gonna do that <laughs> this week but uh, but it's funny a little bit of rebrand lingering just a little bit um but no anyways it was it was a it was a fun process and a process that's ended up, ended up paying off um, because once I like honed in on that brand, once I really figured out what that brand was and what brand spoke about me to the entire world without me having to say anything, which I think is pretty important. Um, I started seeing an increase in signups and sales. I started getting emails in my inbox from people saying, oh my God, I love your brand. You know, and <laughs> it's just, it, the brand has become a really fun way to increase connections with the people that follow me. It's just been so much fun. So yeah, that was fun. <laughs>
0: Excellent. Now as we were tying this all into the summit, guys, so mm-hmm. if you don't happen to catch the 24 hour replays, what's gonna happen is you're going to have an actual chance instead of having to pay, you know, a hundred dollars for just, you know, twenty sets of videos, you're actually gonna be able to join the membership site, which actually oh. has all of the ones from the last summit, that was the traffic one. It's got all the tool ones it's Gonna have the presentation and it has that wham, bam roadmap that we're talking about, which has a whole bunch of downloads and videos and everything is really well organized. You know, I'm in there, I'm checking out the UT, you know, they're like, who this is nice. This is nice. So how did you really decide? There's a couple of things that I would love to talk about that always comes up with reoccurring. So obviously it's going to be about people. And we'll talk about that in a second. But the first one is how did you decide like, what content you wanted to put in there versus like a standalone project or like, you know, do, do people need to launch with like hours and hours of things? Like what's your thought about that?
1: I, I'm so glad that you asked this question because a second ago I was thinking about the first time that we, that we talked. Um, now I, like you said, I was focusing on challenges and so, um, and you can actually read this on the sales page. I have my entire story on the sales page, but what happened was I was launching these amazing amazing products that people were loving, but I was getting small sales and none of them were dependable. So um, I would launch the Airtable blueprint or I would launch the uh, challenge to profit course and people would love them, but I wasn't making dependable income. If I made a huge influx in income one month, the next month I wouldn't make any because I just didn't have time to go through that promotion process again, you know, or the product would be closed because it was an open and closed product. So nothing was dependable. So So I knew I needed to (laughs) create, so I knew I needed to create that recurring revenue. I knew I needed to create a revenue that was going to be um, coming in week after week or month after month, like like, like clockwork, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I decided, okay, I said I needed to, it was actually kind of a panic moment and I'm going to get a little bit real with the listeners right now because I bet some of them have been in this place before. At that time in the business, not, not at the time that we talked, but right before that it was pretty close. Um, right before I launched the membership, we were going through a thing where, um, basically I was trying my hardest. I was throwing spaghetti at walls, trying to get a product to stick, trying to become the next, um, Mariah cause or the next, you know, big name in our industry, you know, and it wasn't working. And we finally got to the point where our rent was due. And we ended up with an eviction notice on our, and I've lived here for the, going on six years in this apartment complex and um this is like two and a half years ago and we ended up with, with an eviction notice on our front door and i was like and i've never had that happen before oh my gosh i was i cried i cried for like a day i got into uh one of the big facebook groups that i was a that i was a member of and i posted the facebook group and and i just remember crying and typing out my whole story. People, I had like 150 comments saying, it's okay, girl, hang in there. This happens to everybody. Every entrepreneur goes through this, you know, but I was, I felt like a failure. I felt so bad. It was so miserable. Um, And so finally, uh, what I ended up doing is I ended up going through, you know, to keep pushing forward, but to kind of get my mind off of things, I went through all of my bank accounts and I tried to figure, and I was just trying to figure out things that I could cancel. Like, what can I cancel? What can I get rid of? What's going to screw me over in the next couple of days, you know? And in the meantime, I'm trying to brainstorm something that can pull us out of this problem, you know? And, um, and then I started realizing that half the things that I was subscribed to on my credit card and my bank account are recurring revenue charges. It was things like $10 at Netflix, or you know um, Birchbox, or you know, uh, our internet. These are all recurring revenue. These, these, are, these are all systems of recurring revenue that other companies have in place that are taking my money every single month. The, the second thing that I realized was that I was 110 percent dedicated to these platforms. I did not want to leave with, with an eviction notice in one hand and like Netflix Mm -hmm. in the other, they were like, I was like, but it's only $10. Do I really need to, is that really going to save me? And I'm not going to be able to not panic while watching. I'm not gonna be able to panic while watching, you know, new girl. So (laughs) I'm like priorities Tara. So I was trying to talk myself out of canceling some of these things. I was dedicated to these things. So I started, I literally went to bed panicking and no farther. And then the next day I woke up and I started thinking, why can't I do that? Why can't I launch something that will be recurring and that I can just grow? And I realized I was part of plenty of memberships. There were a ton of memberships that I, youpreneur, I was part of these memberships. Why couldn't I create something like that? And so, um, I, I decided to take these challenges that I had been launching these four, I had been launching four different challenges, SEO, writing challenge, um, what else do I do? (laughs) I did a lot of really great, I had four really cool challenges basically. And I thought, well, I've got all of this content and I'm not selling it right now. Um, So what if I put that in a membership and start from there and then just figure it out from there? What if I just launch tomorrow and figure it out from there? And I launched tomorrow, or I launched, I launched tomorrow. I launched the next day and I made uh, around $1,500. It wasn't, it still wasn't enough to, you know, make me not panic, but it was enough to, you know, calm me down a little bit and say, Oh my God, this is possible. Because what I realized is that $1,500 was amazing. But what was even better is that $1,500 was going to be coming back next month.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
1: there is nothing wrong with $1,500. Amen. Know. Especially nothing. when you know that's $1,500 less than you, that, that you owe for rent next month. Like that's, mm-hmm you've made $1,500 of your rent already, you know, so I can say right now I've been growing this membership, um, and, and the membership has evolved and formed, those courses are still in there. In fact, you can still, you can, I went on ahead and just threw challenge to profit in the course, in the, um, membership last year. So if challenges is, if you listen to our first interview and challenge is still something that you really, really want to jump into, go grab and get in the membership. The whole course is in there. You can take the challenge to profit course for sure. Um, so anyways, that is, that's kind of how this whole thing evolved and came into being. But, um, So one of the things that I, one of the things, one of the ways it's involved in the last couple of months is that I've put in place a success path. So when you first log in, one of the big things with memberships is that if they, if people log in and you just have a ton of content with no direction, they're going to cancel within a couple of days or a month. They're not, they're not going to stick around because they want the path to be clear. They want you to say here, here's how to solve your problem. And if you're not doing that, if you're just throwing, you know, 100 trainings at them they're not going to know where to start they're not going to know where to go next they're going to have to think too hard legit not a good thing Um, so I have a success path in there and the success path walks you through three different levels. The first thing that you do when you get into the membership is you're going to launch a 24, you're going to take the 24 hour path to profit. And that is a quick course that helps you launch a recurring revenue stream in under 24 hours. Um, and what I love about that is you're going to launch, it's, it's very, very simple stuff. We're not talking membership sites at this point. At this point, Mm -hmm. we're going to be talking something like, um, creating stock packs like for example my sister's an artist um she's been drawing since she was you know 10 basically so she's got little sketches and drawings all over the place she could easily scan those in and create a monthly stock pack for those you know create a monthly stock pack that goes out people can use those stocks inside their emails and inside of their wedding Uh invitations and inside of their random things you know um and so, um, that is essentially what you're going to do when you first log into the business plan or the the membership site. The second thing that you do, and this takes a little bit longer than 24 hours, this is more of a three month process. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? more than five minutes. Well, and that's the one thing that I want to make sure people know is like the 24 hour path to profit is not an overnight success. It's essentially doing what I did when I was panicking for money. It's saying, what can I do just to move this process forward? It's a nice cash injection. Exactly. It's a cash injection. It helps you really learn what recurring revenue is. And there are absolutely folks out there who have created, who have made thousands of dollars on these Small, little, easy to launch, twenty-four hour. Like they literally, and and again, it's recurring revenue. It's not a cash injection once; it's a recurring cash injection. Uh, it might change every now and then because people. It's memberships. People leave. People cancel Netflix. And come on, Netflix is like amazing. The best. The best. So, but people cancel Netflix all the time. So people cancel memberships. Um, people cancel subscriptions. But there will be people that stick around for months and months and months and years and years. We have, we're a year and a half in and we still have our founding members at $20. We launched at $20 initially. Yeah. Um, So yeah, we, we initially launched, with just content that we had already created. Um, But simple streams that you could, that'll help you launch in the first 24 hours are like paid newsletters, a simple community, which, oh my God, that's one of my favorite ones. Stock packs, automatic coaching. Um, And these are all things that are really easy to create. Actually, half these things you can launch without creating anything initially. Yay! You literally launch it,
0: you get it out to your audience. (laughs) In theory, while this wouldn't fit in the 24-hour plan, one could launch their membership site with a summit.
1: Oh, 100%. Actually, yes. And that wouldn't fit with the 24-hour plan because it takes a little longer than 24 hours to put together a summit. But- Obviously. If you, yeah, obvious. Yes. If you have if you have a summit already under your belt and that's just collecting dust somewhere, um, then you can absolutely launch it in 24 hours. 100%. One of the things you can do is get it uploaded onto Squarespace. You can get it uploaded into Teachable. Gumroad, and this is one of the tools that I'm going to be talking about in detail, mm-hmm. but Gumroad- um, offers a subscription service where you can, you can put these things up on your WordPress website and you can make them password protected. You can get on Gumroad and say, you know, I want to make a subscription for $20 a month, you know, blah, 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 you know, set it all. It literally takes five minutes to set up in Gumroad. Um, and then have a link automatically sent to them where they can go and they can access this information. If you put something on to, um, if you put something onto Squarespace, you can use a ten dollars a month site like MemberSpace, which I absolutely adore. we used MemberSpace last year for our last summit, and uh, absolutely love them. At, for ten bucks a month, they put up a paywall where people pay through them, um, and then you get a, you can set it up with a recurring subscription, you can set it up with a one time payment, which is what we ended up doing. Um, and you can password protect some pages, all pages. You can add different membership levels. It's amazing for ten ten dollars people $10. <laughs> like
0: it's it's the best now obviously guys when you sign up for the summit you'll be able to get more info about the membership yeah. site but yeah. if you're just like no like i just want to skip the middleman man and i just want to be like in the membership <laughs> then all you need to do is head on over to katedoster.com forward slash wham bam it's actually one word y'all and that'll put Aww. your complete you right down there on the sales page you can read a little bit more about Tara and the membership and all of the amazing stuff that she has in there but again we'll you know we'll talk about it on the summit like we're, we're all about transparency <laughs> a here stuff. because again <laughs> as we were talking about earlier you want to be able to have actual things to sell on the back end and so what Tara is doing this time is it's literally going to be living in the membership site so yes like, hey guys instead of just getting these 20 things you're going to get all this other stuff for like you know a cool what is it like Forty dollars. This is That's thirty-nine $3. bucks.
1: Yeah. Thirty-nine bucks. You get access to this year's summit, last year's summit, the summit coming up at the end of this year. We're gonna be doing the traffic whoosh work shop 2018 Woo! And then, uh, <laughs> um, so we're gonna be doing that and that's gonna be added in there you also get access to the entire Bam business plan so after the 24-hour path to profit which you also get access to uh, you'll go through the Bam business plan which walks you through setting up a super strong foundation growing your business so there's that traffic work that we did and then um, and then the last phase is creating recurring revenue but even more importantly creating a great recurring revenue out of products you may have already created so if you have a course and you're wondering how to turn in that in recurring revenue, that's what we do in that stage. So it's all really, really, really exciting. We go in depth. I don't give you, um, I don't just, you know, throw information at you and hope you, you you know, survive. No, we have an amazing community. You guys can ask me questions at any time. Um, and you know, I think the foundation works probably some of the most important stuff that we do in there. Cause it's generally where a lot of business owners go wrong. So if you're struggling chances are you need some foundation work
0: (laughs) oh my god nine times out of ten it's always that they don't know about their obsession so if you guys
1: especially my
0: students in love your list know like I don't refer to people as dreamies or readers or avatars or any of that it's literally your obsession because when you are obsessed with your people and Mm -hmm. even you just have to like your topic kind of because we talked about pivoting yeah you're going to be golden because she who knows the most about her people is the ones with the biggest pocketbook like it's just it it's just oh my god I
1: love that that needs to be my new (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt just no
0: way around it again you guys heard me say it like a million gajillion times so um let's just go ahead and wrap up I know this is a longer episode than usual (laughs) but guys we're literally it's a twofer today we're talkers (laughs) we're talking and we're talking about both the summit and the membership site so about how much time would you have to say like at the beginning when you first launch it, you have to put in, but now that things are going, like how often are you releasing new content? Or is it just sort of like, you're just in there. Do you have coaching? Like what's like the time commitment from your end? I know it's going to vary, but at different yeah. stages,
1: where we you say? I love that. One of the reasons that I created the membership is because I, am constantly coming up with new ideas. Like we talked about in the beginning of this episode, we're we're entrepreneurs. We're a little bit ADB. We're like, I want to do this new thing now. (laughs) And membership allows me to do that without having to create this huge promotion plan and this huge launch plan. And I've already got a built-in audience ready to, you know, buy it because there are buying it. You know what I mean? So, um, one thing that I do, so we have the success path in there and that's actually in the process of being launched currently. It's going to be fully launched, uh, by the end of June, probably beginning of July. Um, but then, so what I'm going to be doing after that, and this is what I was doing before I launched the success path is I was putting out one to two new pieces of content every single month. So every month we would do a gold diggers, gold diggers meeting where we would set our goals for that month. Mm-hmm. Um, or if it was a quarterly one, we would set the month, the goals for the quarter. Cause every, every quarter we would have a you know special meeting for that. So mm-hmm. we would do those. Um, and then we would also end up doing uh, like a quick training. So one of the big things with owning a membership is you need to make sure people are getting wins quickly. Like mm-hmm. they're getting a membership and they're like, they can, they can consume something in 20 minutes that will help move them forward in some way. Um, And that's actually great advice to go across the board. If you Mm -hmm. you try to create blog posts, try to create emails that actually move people forward. They don't just sell them things. They don't just ask them for things. They're literally saying, Hey, I'm just popping in your inbox today to give you, you know, a, a quick win here's something that you can do in your business right now in 20 minutes, no hold, no strings attached. I'm not trying to sell anything, you know, go have at it, have fun. That's what I do in my membership. I have them come in they immediately get that 24 hour path to profit. They can go and they can access a page with a, just a ton of quick wins that teach them how to do everything from setup. up. Um, The Yoast plugin, which a lot of people kind of struggle with when they're first beginning. Uh, It teaches them how, just the basics of SEO. Then they can dive in and and take full courses on SEO. So it just depends on what they're looking for. Mm -hmm. But the path initially does teach them how to, um, you know, launch with a strong foundation, grow, and then create that dependable, again, dependable recurring revenue. (laughs) So
0: we have got two more questions um, about that. So would you say um, well, actually technically it's three, cause this is a follow-up. So how much time like per day now do you usually spend versus time where you're like rebranding or creating, like what, like, do people need to spend like hours a day in there every day? Like, are you hunting people down? Is it like 10 minutes? Like how?
1: Um, so for me, are you, are we talking the summit or the membership? membership. The membership. Okay. Yes. So like to support me... your community, like how, So for me, initially, when I launched, it was uh, just kind of like an hour a day, but really quickly. And I think this is actually the case for a lot of membership owners, because we kind of membership is what I call a complex recurring revenue. It's not something that you can just spend an hour to a month on and then Mm -hmm. just walk away from a membership is a community. It's literally you taking your Facebook group if you have a face, facebook group and putting it on steroids. Mm-hmm. So membership the membership community for me has become my business. Everything that I do if I'm launching a new course or an ebook or just a new product or if I'm having a summit or if I'm putting up a new blog post, everything is for my membership. Like it there's literally nothing I do that's not for the membership. Um and I and from what I've heard across the board that generally speaking what membership site owners find themselves turning into you start off as kind of an easy recurring revenue system. And you realize really quickly that you just want to keep giving and giving and giving because your community is paying you. They are actually inside of your forums or inside of your, uh, we actually have a really great chat room through mighty networks. And, um, it's great because people get on their phones and they're typing up questions. That's actually that ding you heard earlier, but, um, people get in there and they type their questions and, you know, and I can, I can answer from my phone or I can answer from my desktop and other people are answering and they do polls and, post videos and all sorts of stuff. So um, we absolutely, absolutely love the community, but because they are paying you a monthly fee, they're actually way more invested in the community than they might be in a Facebook group. So I become more invested because I'm in there loving answering their questions, loving spending time with them, loving hearing what they need, and then getting an idea and going and creating that content for it. So, um, literally they're kind of my, my, they're my, they're my peeps. They're my core. I love my Facebook group, but my membership is the one that is, those are my daily work buddies. You know what I mean? So they tell me what they need and that's what I create. It's really fun. (laughs) So um, speaking of then your people, if you don't mind us
0: asking, you don't have to give exact numbers. If you don't feel comfortable, how like large was like your Facebook group and like your email list when you actually launched this membership site? Cause I feel like a lot of people, like they want the dependable, reliable income, but you know, they want to make $10,000 a month recurring, but they've got like 20 people on their email list. So like what size of community, like obviously it's grown just like as your list has grown, but what do you say that like, if someone wants to do something like the bigger reoccurring revenue that Mm -hmm. like, it's going to be a lot harder if you have this and then you might die out and lose interest if you've only got this much community.
1: I personally don't think it's a matter of the size of your list so much as a matter of how focused Mm -hmm. and active you are with your list. So if you have a list of 3,000, I'll give you my numbers here in a second, but if if you have a list of 3,000, but they're kind of a broader topic, they're not quite so, you don't, and you're not, you're not in their inbox, maybe as often as you should be, as often as they, that you need to be for them to remember you, then uh, you're going to have a hard time getting people into the membership. But if you have a list of 200 people who are dedicated to what you're saying, who absolutely love what you're talking about, you can easily get 75 of them in there. I've seen it happen. It just depends on, you're gonna get a higher conversion rate if you are active and if you're focused on bringing in the right people. And so (laughs) um, so yeah, there's that. For me, my personal list, my Facebook group, I think at the time was probably, I don't know the exact numbers, but I think it was probably around the 600, 700 mark. Um, We're getting close to 2,000 now, I think. I don't know. I haven't looked. I think we're getting close to 2,000 now in the Facebook group, Um, which is still not a huge number. I mean, you go to other Facebook groups and they've got 15,000 or 7,000 or 5,000. Yeah. You know, it's not a huge number, but it's a very active community. And people love it when I pop in there and talk and, you know, chat it up about whatever whatever we're working on inside the membership, I usually get in there and teach something and tease something that they might be able to get in more uh, Mm -hmm. of inside the membership. Um, And then I think my email list was also the same. My email list is something that I've never focused on growing in number. I've focused on growing in topic. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, that's what I was talking about a second ago. The people who are on my list, I don't have a huge list. My list is um, 4,000, a little over 4,000. It's not, Huge. I think when I launched my membership, it was probably around the 3000 mark, but maybe 2500, 3000, but I've always had pretty good conversions on my emails because, um, I'm relatively good at getting in there roughly once every other week. I'm not an every week kind of account, (laughs) but I do get in there. And I, like I said, I'm when I make sure that when I send something out, it's not just me asking for something. It's not me saying, Hey, this is what I have going on. You should go join. Hey, you should go buy. Hey, you should go do this literally, if you go back and you look at my last five or six emails, they were all, I'm going to walk you through how to do this. I'm going to teach you. I think my last one was, I'm going to teach you how to set up a recurring revenue uh, system on Gumroad. I think that was my last blog post. That was probably my last email too. (laughs) So I try to make them valuable emails. And then every now and then um, at the very, very bottom, I will throw in a, Hey, and if you want more of this, go check out the membership because this is what we have a lot of, you know, that kind of a thing. So that's really my my primary marketing tactic is just giving amazing content.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, go figure it. So, you know, Tara said like a million things that we always talk about. I would much rather have a list of buyers than a list of subscribers. And that's why we always talk about, and like why myself and Tara have relatively small email lists, but our conversion rates, are ginormous like people yeah. do not sell as much stuff as we do with the yeah. amount of people that everyone's telling you you need like it just it blows people's mind and then again that talks about knowing who you are obsessed about and then going out and attracting them because it's just going to make your life that much easier because you're literally just creating what they're wanting and people just like are throwing money at you and sometimes it still surprises you so <laughs> I love that again you didn't have like this 10,000 listing and I just have one more question and that is turnover rate so again as we were talking about before about netflix and i know like every you know person's membership site is going to be like different so you don't have to share the exact numbers if you don't want to but just in general what would you say is like the average like turnover rate like that means for everyone else that term is for people that join versus people that stay so say if you started the month with 100 three new people join it's 103 but like four people canceled now you're at 99. I know and a lot of math tower and you hate it, but I, you, I love
1: math. <laughs> so, okay, okay. You're not my bestie anymore.
0: <laughs> it's okay. We're, we're, we're complimentary because I will do all of our, our math.
1: That's true. And it will um, be fine. So
0: explain <laughs> that and how we like circumvent it. And like, what can people
1: traditionally expect? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So traditionally, even with the best memberships, like I said, Netflix, one of the biggest recurring subscriptions out there, and they have churn. Churn is another word for, um, for people leaving, basically people pausing or people canceling their subscriptions with you. It's called churn. So um, one of the ways that you can, an average churn is probably going to be anywhere between two and 4%. If you have really strong content, if you don't have really strong content, or you're in the beginning phases, and you're still trying to figure out your message and your path and kind of what you're working, if you're trying to get everything organized, you might see a higher churn rate anywhere between 10% and 50%. Um, and those that and it gets really difficult because you see, you know, In the beginning, depending on your list size, you'll see 10 people come in in a month and then you'll see four people leave and then you start getting disheartened a little bit and next month, maybe you don't try as hard in marketing and so you see three people leave and one person come in and so it can really quickly go from a membership of 150 to a membership of 25, which is no bueno, you want to have a big group in there. So especially a big group of dedicated people, you don't just want people in there who are forgetting that they're subscribing to you. That Mm -hmm. is not the point of a membership. So um, there are a couple of different things that you can do. And again, this goes across the board. This doesn't just have to be in a membership. This This can be in your blog. This can be in your emails, whatever. But what you need to do is you need to make sure that you are clearly defining what problem you're solving. And then you need to make sure that you are solving that problem. Um, Now, inside of a membership, you obviously do. The goal is to keep them for a long time. So I do recommend having things like a strong community. Again, you can host a forum, which is actually how we originally started. We started with a forum and uh, didn't like it. No one talked. It was like crickets. People we're talking about how much they love the membership, but then they weren't actually going into the forum. They would post, yeah. they would post an introduction to themselves and they would leave. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> You know, I never saw <laughs> the forum again. It was like crickets. Um, so last year we decided to fix that problem and we launched uh, mighty networks community, which is that one I was telling you about with the cell phone app and all that stuff. People love it because it feels more social. It feels like Facebook. It doesn't feel like a 1990s, you know, <laughs> What so So people have absolutely loved that community one of the things that you have to remember about launching a membership or any product is that again back to that pivoting thing if you see something not working be okay with changing it be okay with tweaking it and pivoting it or completely revamping it if it's just not working we completely revamped the community we i think i paid three hundred dollars for that forum system Mm -hmm. and like 15 people Commented on it. It was really fun But now we have people commenting every single day on posts inside of that mighty network. It is phenomenal. Um, so I absolutely love that. Another thing that, so again, make sure that you have a community. You need to make sure that you have a clear solution for the problem that people are coming to get solved. Um, One thing that people talk about a lot, people get confused as from between courses and memberships. Now, obviously the payment systems are different courses. is gonna be generally a one time or a four to five time thing, whereas a membership is going to be lengthy. So what you need to do is people are joining a course because they're trying to learn something. Um, Actually, Stu McLaren is amazing when it comes to teaching membership stuff. And one of the things that he says is it's kind of like a guitar. People join a course for guitars because they wanna learn how to play the guitar people join a membership for guitar players because they want to master the guitar. They want to spend months practicing and getting new content and getting new music, sheet music. That's what a membership is for. A membership is to master the topic that you are, that you're trying to teach, not just teach the topic, but master the topic. So, um, so that's, that's a essentially what you need to do when you're starting any kind of recurring revenue or any kind of, you know, a thing in order to keep people excited about what you're doing, solve their problem, make sure that there's a community that you are a part of, make sure you are in there actively participating in the community. Um, And yeah, that's, that's, that's it. Just get excited, you know, get excited Mm -hmm. about, about what you're creating, because people will get excited as well.
0: Yay! Yay. So this was... An amazing interview, and we've just we've covered so much, guys. Remember, guys, you're going to head on over to katedonster.com forward slash beep. That way you can get your seat to the summit, and you'll learn all about how to run the summit in that bonus, and then actually Tara's part is all about the technical aspects of running a membership site, and of course, if you do decide to actually join the membership site, the Bam business plan, then you'll actually be able to get, well, lifetime as long as you pay, y'all, yeah.
1: <laughs> access can do all of the pause well, and cancel at any time, but we want you
0: in a lifetime. <laughs> we would like you guys forever. So, Tim, are there any more parting words that you would like to have for people about either reoccurring revenue, about the summit, about tools? Just go ahead. You've got the floor.
1: Yay. Well, nothing too major. I think I, I, I gab a lot. So, we went through pretty much everything. But just even if you decide that the membership is not for you, um, just remember for me, I've learned that dependability is the key word in small business. And, And I don't care how you find it, but that needs to be what you're finding, you know, whether it take, figure out what is stressing you out inside of your business, what's stressing you out inside of your work life and figure out because I guarantee you it's going to center around dependability. Something is not being dependable. The time is not being dependable. Your money is not being dependable, you know? So figure out what is not being dependable and then find that solution. I offer a solution that helps you with dependability when it comes to income, but maybe that's not where you're struggling. My whole point is be happy in your business. You are doing something that is mind-blowingly amazing. Like people look at you in awe. People look at you like, oh my gosh, he's so gutsy. He's so gutsy. They're so gutsy, you know? The guts (laughs) are all over the place. (laughs) Guts all over the place. (laughs) So make sure that you are embracing that and make sure that when you see a problem, you're not just um, running from it or you're not throwing your hands up in the air and saying, oh, well, that was that problem. I guess we're done. Find a way to solve it. Find someone who can help you solve it. Just solve it. Someone else has already (laughs) solved it. So you might as well do that too. Like someone else has solved this problem for you. You just gotta, you know, join their membership. there. (laughs) There you go,
0: guys. All right. Thank you so much, guys. And just have a really great week, Tara. Yay. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. Can you see now why Tara was our first ever, now technically three-peat guest on the show, even though that was one interview I chopped up? I love how transparent she is. I love how Tara talked about how she spent, you know, over $300 creating this forum for her membership site, And realized people weren't using it so instead of trying to get people to use it and trying to get people to use it and trying to get people to use it she pivoted and found something better that her community actually likes because she knows with a membership site especially the style that she's running because it's more of a robust one she needs to have people invested in the community in order to get them to stay. I think that that was absolutely key. I love how transparent she was about her numbers. You know, in the online marketing space, having 3,000 people, that's not considered a large amount of people on your email list. Now, you guys might be considered like, oh my goodness, but I've got 30. That's like a gajillion times more. That's okay. But what Tower and I both always want to reiterate is when you have the right people on your email list, making money becomes so much easier because you're just catering to their needs. And guys, it's stuff that you like anyway. I also like how transparent she was about turn rates. So that's the people that are staying versus going and how much time she actually spent on her membership site, which seems totally doable. I'm sure at the beginning, there is a lot more stuff that you need to work on, but the more you've got it going in this machine, the better it will be. Now guys, if you are interested in actually starting your membership site or adding any other type of recurring revenue, I'm really, really, really gonna say it one last time, you should definitely get in on the Beep Bop Boop Bop Summit that is hosting and I am a part of. Head on over to katedolster.com forward slash beep That's B-E-E-P. Tara's presentation is all about the tools that you can use to set up some recurring revenue for yourself. It just doesn't have to be this master site. Remember, guys, we talked about stock photos and honestly, just paid communities with a no type of thing or, you know, paid group coaching is something that's really low entry. I don't want you to think that you have to have all of this content in order to make this work. Now, guys, that is it for me this week. I know you got to hear me twice, but what? And I will see you next week. where We're actually going to be talking with a, another summit guest all about hiring your first VA. And this is like, an amazing interview. I think I probably hit like every single question you ever wanted to know when it comes to hiring a VA. And I'll see you guys next month. Email marketing is tough. From figuring out what freebie to create to actually getting people there, signing it up. And never mind when it comes time to send that weekly newsletter, having the nerve to go ahead and hit send. You know what shouldn't be tough? figuring out how to do all of those stuff in your email service provider, which is why I want you to check out ConvertKit. ConvertKit is the only email marketing software that was created by a pro blogger for pro bloggers. And they make it ridiculously easy to find out what your open rates are, have multiple freebies, but only send your welcome series once so you don't seem like a weirdo. And of course, guys, they come with stunning free landing pages. And guess what? As a listener of Inbox Besties, you can actually get a free 30-day trial to take a look under the hood to see how much easier it is than your current email software is. So head on over to katedoster.com forward slash CK to claim your free 30-day trial of ConvertKit. Once again, head on over to katedoster.com forward slash CK and claim your 30-day free trial now. Thank you for having Inbox Besties in your ear holes today. Why don't we make it a regular thing? Go ahead and slap that subscribe button now. And for even more free value-soaked resources and a community of online entrepreneurs that actually get it, head on over to KateDoster.com forward slash group to unlock your free membership to the Super Friends secret Layer. And if you were one of my action takers listening over here on iTunes, thanks. Make sure that you leave a rating and review before you leave. I know it seems teeny tiny, but it makes a big world of difference in me being able to provide you with more dangerously practical tips and tricks for turning internet randos into subscribers with benefits. Later days.